Scott, can you remind us how how large is a whale's penis? A blue whale? It's uh, eight to ten feet long. That's a giant <laughs> penis. <laughs> Welcome to Slasher, I Hardly Know Her, the horror movie review podcast where we watch a movie so you can decide whether it's worth your precious time. I'm your host, Alex. This week I have with me, as always, my very special friend, Micah. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. I love coming and being a guest on your show. Yeah, I love it too. You're supposed to be the host of this one. Don't think I forgot about that, but somehow... Here I am hosting once again. I was gonna host it, but then I'm super, super, like, like super busy. I feel I like I'm doing. Have time to be a guest. I'm doing all the heavy lifting for the show. I feel. I mean, if that's the way it should be, you know, the show is your idea, so I feel like you should have to do most of the work. So we love having a special guest. Micah is a great special guest, uh, as you heard him say. Uh, but we had such a good time with one of our special guests a few episodes ago. We decided we had to have him back for this one. So please, everybody, big warm welcome for coming all the way from the great Northwest, Dr. Scott. Hey, thank you, guys. Hey, good to be back. Hey, buddy. Oh, man, I hope you put some applause in and post because uh, I'm going to need it. Yeah, well, don't I've... we have a button we can push for that? We used to. I can't figure out how to make the soundboard work. And now we're even trying something else different this week so that we can all be on the podcast together. So, you know, I, I didn't want to add any more technical difficulties that and, and we've already had technical difficulties twice this round. First, you guys couldn't hear me. And then I forgot to hit record. So yeah, for this the is, list, this is the fourth <laughs> take, we've actually recorded this entire <laughs> podcast three times. <laughs> I really hope we get it right this time. <laughs> I have some yard work I need to get to. Hey, welcome, uh, Scott. It's nice to have you back. Thank you, thank you. I'm I'm honored. We're very excited. excited. I don't know. Are we on a first name basis? Do we call you Doctor or Doctor Scott or just Scott? What are you coming you know, with? Just as long as you introduce me as Doctor Scott, I, Scott's fine for, for the rest of the episode. Call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> So, what kind of doctor are you, Scott? Did we ascertain this in the last episode? No, no, I'm, uh, I'm not going to disclose that. And I'll, oh, cool. I'll, I'll thank well, you. Well, he's that too again. embarrassed about which holes he has to inspect for his job. I know. I understand. Doctor podcast confidentiality. There's laws. Hey, should we tease everything that happens in this show right off the top that we're we're going to review a brand new movie, Halloween Kills? We're going to have our game show america's favorite new game show final girl scott is going to lay out a quiz for us some trivia and will we be doing what are you into and horror news this week uh i guess we could do horror news because we'll be right on the cusp you know you sometimes we record these a week or two ahead of time and this one we're just going to record and get out because uh, we did halloween kills and we want to get it out there so we could do that and i love what are you into we also i i have some unfortunate retractions to make Ooh. You want to just mean, get into it now? Uh oh, uh, probably. Yeah, you probably do those. It's an embarrassing. Uh, it's an embarrassing one for me. So last week we talked about uh, Eli Ross' history of horror, having a new season, how much we love it, and I'm like, well, guess what? Uh, my you know new crush, Adam Green, is the guy who voices that over. I've not looked into it, but I did watch another episode the other day, and I realized that Eli Roth and Adam Green sound exactly alike 
And it is impressive how much they sound alike. They even have kind of the same cadence of the way they talk. I don't think Adam Green is the guy voicing that over. I think it's Eli Roth. It's Eli Roth. So I am sorry. I am embarrassed. But anybody who uh, listened to those two guys talk in their normal speaking voice, they'd make the same mistake. They, they sound a lot alike. They don't sound anything alike. You know I'm going to insert something right here on the podcast that proves you wrong. <laughs> uh, I also have a correction. Back when we did the Blob episode, I talked about the guy who was the projectionist at the theater, and I said his name was, uh, I think, Frank Collision. There's no yeah. I-O-N. It's like Collison or something like that. <laughs> that's a bad one. I mean, that's I don't know if that's as bad as mine, but you even said this has to be a fake name. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. named Frank really Collision. Amplify and exaggerate my my error there. Well, as long as we're as long as we're airing all of our mistakes, this isn't really a mistake so much. But uh, we're talking about the Bob, uh, the Blob episode. You had mentioned that Bill Mosley was in it, right? Yeah, Bill. And Mosley. I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, I don't know who Bill Mosley is. I do know who Bill Mosley is, but I know him as Chop Top Mosley. Yeah, yeah, Chop Top. I follow so him on Instagram. Bill didn't ring a bell with me at all. And so even when you explained it, you even said, oh, he's in a lot of Rob Zombie movies, did nothing for me because I always just think of him as Chop Top Mosley. And I didn't, I guess I didn't know his name was Bill. I don't know, but I know exactly who that is. But I didn't realize when we watched The Blob that he was in that. <laughs> so those are all the reasons that we're idiots and that you shouldn't come to us for your little tiny facts just the greater picture that's what we're good at and this week we watched halloween kills i have to say i was very excited about this one i've been waiting on this one for years i mean i've been waiting on the next one you know since the the reboot came out and then of course we all had to put it off i believe an entire year i think is what this was put off because of covid this movie i think was supposed to come out last year about this time it was coming out here. First movie I went, first new release that I went back to the theaters for. I have been back to the theater for some like uh, vintage stuff, retro stuff. But this one got me out and I went to the movies. I was so excited to see it. Micah, you also saw it in the theater. Oh, yeah, buddy. I went to go see it on Thursday. Was planning to see it Friday. Probably just going to watch it at home streaming. And then I don't remember why or how I looked up local showtimes to see when it was showing on Friday. And then it was set for thursday and i'm like wait there's a 7 p.m showing tonight so i snatched up tickets ran out got to see it a day before the uh you know the big wide release and it was a mostly empty theater really hardly anybody there it was fantastic we were on the third row reclined so massive screen in front of us with that dolby atmos so it sounds <laughs> like it's behind you around you and uh dude when the bass hits when it's anything low frequency my seat shakes Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Scott, you you also had a good experience watching this. You uh, streamed it from the comfort of your own home, correct? I did, and uh, I I hooked up my couch. I plugged it in, and it also shakes when uh, you know things happen. That's very cool. I've oh. seen that couch. It is very cool. Not comfortable at all. Hate for it. you <laughs> for you listeners at home. If you have not seen a Halloween Kills. Turn this podcast off immediately because we're going to talk about the whole movie front to back. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we do want you to know there's going to be spoilers, obviously. And but I mean, we didn't because I watched it in a theater and you watched it in theater. We didn't take our like copious notes that we would normally take on a movie. 
So you want to tell me? Wait, 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 my... wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You mean to tell me that you were you were sitting in a movie theater and you didn't have your little uh, your little notepad open with a little clippy light on it? Uh, and... God no! I took uh... our receptionist Vivian and I told her what to write down. Said, <laughs> remember this all. Remember every word. So you I, didn't uh... you didn't watch the movie? Is that what you're saying, Micah? You just you just got the notes from her. I would just occasionally whisper something to her ear if it was important. I'd just whisper what to write down. Well, I'll tell you, Vivian's riding a razor's edge. We had to let go of Cynthia. Uh, she she couldn't uh, keep the office in good fashion. Uh, Micah, somebody knocked on the door in the last episode, and the she Chewini, let anybody in. The we had lost its in. fucking we had mind. Bands coming in, like yeah, so find body parts, and I'm like. What do you even do here, Cynthia? Yeah, not big shoes to fill for Vivian, but, you know, if she didn't get it this time, I mean, if you make one mistake this week, it's her ass. We're back in the monsterjobs.com or whatever, looking for another one. Monster. It's probably just monster, right? I don't know. I, I don't know. Indeed. I don't know. So you want to give me your first impression, Mike? I'll let you go first. What is your first impression of the movie? You don't have to tell me everything about it. We'll save it for the end, but... Uh, I know you were excited to see it. I was excited to see it because I really liked uh, Halloween 2018. Uh, mm -hmm. I love that you know David Gordon Green's directing it. Danny McBride is one of the writers, so I, I think th I, they brought something new to Halloween 2018. It was, it felt like an old-fashioned slasher, but the gore was kind of updated. They had really good special effects, and I'm assuming it was Danny McBride. He put some humor in there, so there were even some things to laugh at. Halloween Kills. There were a couple of laughs in there. Um, it was a hell of a lot gorier than I thought it was going to be. I mean, Man, they, there they was some you. brutal stuff in there, wasn't there? There's a reason they called it Halloween Kills. Now I know why. There are many, many kills in this movie. Now, what about you, Scott? I get the impression. I think I know what I know what when we wrap this up in the end. What you're going to say about Halloween Kills, uh, but early impression going in. You probably were not at all excited to see it. Uh, you know, kind of what was your initial thoughts? Um, I, 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 I'll just admit, I've never seen any of the Halloween movies. What? So I had Why to... do we keep inviting this guy back on? Uh, not well, one? I'm giving you a perspective of, a, of an outsider that doesn't true. know a lot about this. That's and this true. is valuable. Valuable. Any of them? Not even H two O. This is valuable. What? What's? What's? It, uh, I didn't even see the Halloween in space one. Uh, whichever that's, one. That's Friday the Thirteenth. You asshole. Uh, so anyway, I had to. I had to catch up. I had to learn a little bit about it. Uh, but you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I. I. Uh, I could have done without all the uh, rioting in the hospital and and. I thought that was a little overdone, but uh, love the kills. The kills are great. There are some great kills in this one. I can't wait to hear what everybody's crutchiest kill is. You know, this movie uh, came out in 2021. Uh, you guys are probably wondering. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> what I was wondering, like, is he going to be like, uh, let's talk about what happened oh, this man. year so far. <laughs> You're probably wondering what, what happened. What else was going on in 2021 when <laughs> Halloween Kills came out? What what did happen back in 2021? Okay, so usually when I do this, I do like the biggest news stories of any given year. But since it's 2021, we all know what the big news stories are, and we're sick of them. So I 
I went a little deeper this time. Oh. Found some new stories you might okay. not have heard this year. We need theme music for this, don't you think? I mean, since this is since this, this is your force-fed segment uh, into oh, play, into play, the podcast. Play the Benny Hill theme song. Uh, that's, there you that's, go. What I, that's what I'm hearing right here. All right, 2021 news. First, the tampon tax was officially scrapped in the UK as of January 1st. Finally. Uh, they, yeah. Decades they got rid of that too tampon late. tax. No Decades tax on menstrual late. products. They used to be considered luxury items. Hey, menstrual products are not luxury items. No, they are not. And I don't believe any woman would describe them as such. News from Italy. Two dolphins were spotted swimming in Venice's famous Grand Canal. It's a rare sight there, having, having <laughs> dolphins swimming around in, even, in the canal. An even Venice. rarer sight to hear about that, and immediately followed by crickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll keep going then. Shut up. <laughs> a, uh, a ninja with a sword assailed a U.S. Army Special Operations Unit in California. Now we're talking. Yeah, this happened on October 1st. Was he shot down and or arrested? Uh, the sword used in the assault. Uh, <laughs> it was, he had a sword. He was dressed as a ninja. Uh, it seemed unlikely, but it did happen. He was wearing full ninja garb. He attacked members of the U.S. Army Special Operations he, in the middle of the night. He attacked people? Yeah, in the California desert. He set off a scramble for safety that resulted in at least two injuries. This That's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, ninja. How did this not? What? When did this happen? Yeah, I didn't hear. Uh, it looked like it was October, October first. It just happened. Uh, October first, twenty twenty-one. That's what I'm reading. Not only is this the most interesting thing you've ever said on this podcast, this is the most interesting thing you've ever said. You gotta look <laughs> out for those ninjas. <laughs> wow. Right. And uh, lastly. True story. A lobster diver in Cape Cod says a humpback whale scooped him up and spat him out. This just happened back in June. Got a humpback whale, and it takes this uh, lobster guy down inside. Uh, a guy saw it from a charter boat. It was a captain. He said, I saw Mike come flying out of the water feet first with his flippers on and land back in the water. Wow. That's yeah. a story you you eat on for a while you eat out you eat out on that one for a while right and no one believes you what a big fish tail right he was in there for 30 to 40 seconds he said before he rose to the surface and uh, and the whale spit him out his name was michael packard he's 56 wow and i have a retraction uh, i need to add that reminds me uh whales are not fish they're mammals that's Ooh, right that's sharks are one, fish whales are mammals right out, out of the way off to a mammal Wait, hold on. Oh, so so you. did the whale spit him out of its mouth or through the blowhole? Good <laughs> question. And that is why we bring question. Scott on. You ask the hard questions. You just said flippers first, and I could just see, you know, somebody shooting out of the blowhole with flippers on and his legs are going, you know, crazy and that would be a really big blowhole. I mean, that's a blowhole that's seen a lot of action to be stretched out that far to to shoot a whole man out of that blowhole. Well, you know, if he's if he just keeps eating, e eating people, you know, it's going to get stretched. You know what? The story didn't talk about how big or how small Mr. Packard was, the man who got shot out. Maybe he was a very tiny lobster fisherman. There you go. All right. So should we talk sorry, some more guys. about whales and no, blowholes? Or you guys I, want to move on? I would have added there. I'm, I'm, 
I'm writing all this down for next week's retraction segment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, 2021, definitely a banner year, eh? Eh, hey, yeah. Hey. Tampons, no tax on tampons. Guys are getting blown out of whale blowholes. Ninjas are attacking. <laughs> 2021's got everything. 2021 really does that. When you put it like that, this year is really uh, a banger. Mark, right. I, I got to give you credit for that because I knew you were going to go there and you, you knocked that segment out of the park. Hell yeah. <laughs> got to give Mike a credit for being predictable. Killed it. <laughs> Killed it, buddy. Once again, nailed it. Uh, so we start Halloween kills. Let's just get on into Halloween kills here. We start pretty much exactly where we left off in 2018. Lori Strode on the way to the hospital with, uh, I guess her daughter and her granddaughter. I believe I'm correct in saying that, um, in the back of a truck heading to the hospital, Lori's been kind of gutted. You know, she's, she's torn open in her stomach and Michael Myers is burning trapped inside Laurie Strode's home. I believe that's where we are. I mean, it's been a while since I saw 2018, so I'm probably getting some of that wrong. But yeah, I think no, that's... that all sounds right. I mean, it takes it picks up right, right where the 2018 left off. And Haddonfield, the house is still on fire. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's really getting there. I mean, the, and now firemen are showing up, and the killing happens. I mean, I don't know how quick we're into this movie. We're immediately killing firemen. Yeah, a whole slew of them, too. In fact, I read a news story that there was some yes. kid who's a firefighter who was petitioning to have that scene taken out, uh, to which I say, here's your pacifier, have a Kleenex, exactly. boo-hoo, it's a fucking movie. I leaned over to my wife and I said, you know, there's a petition going around right now to take the scene out of the movie because firefighters are getting killed. And she goes, are you kidding me? I mean, and, by, by this firefighter's logic, I mean, anybody could go, hey, they killed a, a chef in that one. A chef's yeah. ripped it. Hey, they killed a waitress. We're all upset. Oh, they killed a cop. They just like, what, what? We should rule out what professions can and can't be killed in scary Absolutely. Movies. It's ridiculous. And I mean, nothing against firefighters. I mean, some of my, some of my best friends have fireplaces, but it, it's... <laughs> It's like it's a it's a part of life. I mean, exactly what you said. Oh, no, we too many bakery store owners were killed in this. It's not about firefighters. He's just killing people. That's who's there. There's a fire. He's going to kill people. It's a horror movie. I have a theory about why this kid is upset. This firefighter. I think it's because he was like, if Michael Myers tried to take down my firehouse, we wouldn't we would have kicked his ass. And, you know, Michael Myers just slays this whole group of firefighters. He's probably really upset that, you know, he got they the They were depicted hand. less tough uh -huh, than they should have uh -huh. been. That's yeah. And, uh, you know, I did think they were going to make a stand. I mean, they're, like, firing up their saws and, you know, putting their axes, like, slapping them in their hands. And it's like, oh, you know, he's got... He's got a fight on his hands. He did not have any type of fight on his hand. He is just running through those firemen like they're made of water. Like they're nothing. I mean, he just destroys every one of them. And in record time, too. That's, you know, okay. You're more familiar with the Halloween movies than I am. I've seen the original. I've seen some of them in between. I've also seen 2018, which I thought was great, uh, which... Halloween Kills and Halloween 2018 take I think take place exactly 40 years after yes. the original because it was 1978 when Michael first went in, killed some babysitters, tried to kill Strode, 
uh, Laurie Strode, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. So we're 40 years later. Um, I totally derailed. I forgot what my point was. I, I, I wish I knew. I often <laughs> I I find myself in in a very familiar place right now. We're back in Haddonfield, Illinois. I think I was just trying to say it's exactly forty years after the first film. Yes, uh, and Michael's gotten released or escaped from an asylum. Um, oh, what is it called? The the Smith Smith Grove Sanitarium, um, and uh, and he's back. He's back to kill. Yeah, hey guys, and... guys, let me jump in here. I just wanted to say before you guys move away from this this scene of the. The, the house on fire i wanted to say i was incredibly impressed with the way they shot that one of my favorite shots of the entire movie was when he's standing on the porch and there's all the flames and you could see the water dripping mm-hmm. off the house from the firefighters i thought that was amazing and then he goes into that scene where he starts killing the firefighters one of one of my favorite shots of the movie was the shot from inside of the fire mask yeah. Yes. Yes. Hit. Yes. That just, was good. And then he hits the ground after he gets, uh, I think, a, a, an axe to the face or something. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, and, and the saw, that big like circular saw yeah. that they use, and he grabs it and just forces it back onto the guy's face. That reminded me of the Evil Dead reboot they did a long time ago, or not a long time ago, but I still anyway. haven't seen the reboot to that. It's not funny, it. tongue in cheek, like the original right. Evil Dead. It's straight up scary gore weirdness. It, you know, to Scott's point, it was very, that fire was very realistic. As a guy who has been to a lot of fire scenes, and I know out of context, that sounds pretty bad, but the way the firemen's alarms were going off and the way they sounded through their headsets and stuff, that all ring true to me. I mean, it seemed pretty realistic. I'm sure firemen would say, oh, this looks stupid, but I did think it looked good. And that, to another point, the movie itself, I thought looked really good i mean the you know often when you see fight scenes or action scenes particularly in a horror movie which is so dark and not you know it's it's dimly lit for a reason it's often hard to tell what's happening i did not find that to be the case in this movie i thought to clarify (laughs) why alex is so familiar with fires he's what you call a pyromaniac uh that means that he starts fires and and he watches uh houses buildings what have you burn and he gets you derive a certain type of pleasure from watching the fires, Alex. Like a maniac. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how to put this. There's not a nice way to say it. He gets his jollies from watching things burn. He, he derives sexual pleasure from burning down people's houses, etc. Yeah, no, I, I think you described that well. Uh, the The movie itself, though, I mean, I... I'll just be up front right now because I don't want to wait till the end where it's like, do we recommend this or not? I'm going to tell you guys, I thought this movie was garbage. Oh, and And I don't want to hold on to that because I do want to say, I mean, there's nice things to say about it. And I've said some of those already, but uh, I can go on and on about what garbage I think this movie is. I'll watch it again. I mean, there's no question I'm going to watch all the Halloween movies multiple times, but a lot, and I like this director and I like these actors and I found myself a couple of, I don't know, several scenes into this. Thank you so much, baby. Uh, my wife bringing me a couple of beers. Oh, wow. Uh, I I found myself just several scenes into this going, oh no, this is shaping up to be like some of the other 
reimaginings of uh-huh. Halloween that I did not care for. And I'm not going to say Halloween H2O because I know people <clears throat> rank that one among some of the better ones. And it's been so long since I've seen it, you know, I, you know, that I, I don't want to, to bag on that one. But uh, some of those later ones with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her role and they retcon everything out. You know, every reboot of Halloween stops. They, they, they take the original and then they start their movie. And that is what this one does. It's what all the reboots and all the reimagines done. They cut out all, you know, two, three, four, five. They just cut all that out. And, and although this movie, strangely enough, did have... I believe some mention or some scenes from Halloween two, which is weird because they retcon that out in this one too. But I felt they were making some of the same mistakes that they made back then. And it makes me feel like maybe Jamie Lee Curtis is part of that because a lot of those scenes that felt so familiar of the reboots and reimagines that I didn't like were, you know, done with her and done by her. And so I, 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 I mean, I, we when we get to the scenes, I can talk to you about it, but I had real high hopes looking at this firefighter slaughter. I'm like, oh, you know, this is going to be great. And then we spent so much time with people arguing. I mean, how many times did Jamie Lee Curtis say, you got to let me out. I'm the only one that can kill him. He's here for me. What was that, six scenes? And mm-hmm. each of those is five minutes long. And it was like, obviously, you're not the one that has to kill him. Obviously, it's not because of you. And then the the big scene between her and Brackett or whoever, the, the chief there in the hospital. And he's like, it's not your fault. She's like, yes, it is. And he's like, no, it's not. She's like, yes, it is. It's like, no, it's my <laughs> fault. And it was like, what am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, got a, I got a little lost in some of that as well. I want to get to more of why Alex thought that Halloween Kills was trash. I did not think it was trash. We're going to argue about it. Uh, before we do that, do you want to do a little final girl before the break? You're telling me that when I'm all hot and bothered right now about how this movie is garbage, which maybe it's not garbage, maybe I overspoke there, I didn't love it, you want to do a little little Final Girl challenge? I've heard that it's one of the favorite parts of the show from some listeners, and I hate to neglect our listeners, but I also, while you're all hot and on point about your hate, I don't want to stop that either. What do we do? Scott, you're the special guest. What should we do? I think we need to spice it up a little bit with a little final girl. All right, then. It's time for the final girl challenge, which is also my favorite part of the show. I love this. Really? Yeah. Do you really like it? It's my favorite part, Mike. It's of the the things that you've added to this podcast. (laughs) This is definitely my favorite. Ranked just just, worst. (laughs) Just right above. Do you know what happened this year? All right. Okay. Let us meet this week's contestants. Final Girl, for those of you uninitiated, is a game show that we play where we have five contestants. We spin the wheel of death, that old squeaky wheel. We pull out the fate of our contestants. We start with five. We have four rounds. One contestant will survive. The rest will die Someone will be our final girl. And we follow the rules of scary movies, especially those slashers. Don't have drugs. Wait, don't have sex. <laughs> don't, don't, don't have drugs, Don't have kids. drugs. And if you you out there have having them, drugs tonight? <laughs> don't, have, don't, have, don't have sex. Don't do drugs. 
don't say we'll be right back and don't split up with your friends don't run off in an attic do anything weird just be safe uh, or just, you're gonna die yeah just look at what everybody does in horror movies that gets them killed look at those mistakes don't do those maybe you too can be the final girl although yeah i guess two is the wrong word to use there so four of you will die one of you will survive and the the uh, the survivor our final girl will win an actual prize that we'll ship out to you the the uh, much much talked about mystery prize okay are you ready to meet this week's contestants let's meet them Yay! here we go all right we have one, Marley Kent. All right. Welcome to the show, Marley. Hello, Marley. And next up, we have Slasherina Moonfire. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good Ooh. one. That is a fancy name. Next up, we have Dilphus. <laughs> okay. I thought, you were gonna, I thought there was going to be a last name there. No, nope, that's right. it. Right. Just right. Dilphus. Welcome to the show, Dilphus. <laughs> we have one, Kite Heraploid. Oh, I like that. I'm, like a little, I'm a little unsure on the pronunciation of that last name. H-A-R-A-P-L-O-I-S. Heraploi? Heraplois? Maybe that's actually their name. Maybe. Maybe. And then look who's back. This fellow was here before. Edward White. Edward White's been on the show before? Edward White was on a while back. and submitted <clears throat> the same name again. And here, yeah. here's Edward. Maybe well, Edward will be the final girl. Well, I... You all have an equal chance to be the final girl, but right now, one of you's gonna die. All right, let's find out. Here we go. Let's spin that wheel. Spin that wheel, baby. <laughs> Is there a point where this will get old? Is it gonna get old? I mean, it's not old to me yet. That's it'll never wheel. get old. Uh, I, oh, okay. I like the picture of you that, not that you spin it, because it's so creaky and like you know stopped up that you can't spin it so you're actually having every one of those creaks is you turning the wheel by hand one am, more push i am actually getting stronger I, I spin the wheel with my right arm and it's so hard to spin because it's so rusted and stiff that i'm i'm growing muscles on my right arm it's getting much larger than my left well knowing you that's come in quite handy okay all right here we go all right Kite handy. Heraplois. All right. You woke to find Chaz was filling you up. So you punched him hard where a fella wears his cup. You survived. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Good for you, Heraploi. Dilphus. The boys yell, show us your tits while you're out at the lake. But you race away on your jet ski and shout, Eat my wake! <laughs> you survive. <laughs> so far, none of these are mine. My, I, 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 so I really I enjoy the, the revelation of it. Okay, next up is Marley Kent. Jimbo slurs, Hey girl, you want a tequila shot? You reply, Get bent, Jim. Tequila's a gateway drug to pot. <laughs> it survived. Uh, we're starting to meander. Uh, wait, who was that? I just forgot which which contestant that was. Was that Marley Kent? Yes. All right. Next up, Slash Arena Moonfire. Beautiful. Your lady. friends invite you to a weekend at a cabin in the woods. 
you politely decline to stay home and feel misunderstood. Survive. You survive. And I'm not saying she's my favorite, but I do like that name a lot. It's got a lot of pizzazz. That it's got name. some pizzazz in it. Next All up, right. <laughs> one Edward White. Oh, Edward. All right. Oh, no, Eddie. <laughs> Edward. Looking good for you, Burrow. Eddie, welcome back. Eddie. I'm not great at math, but. Uh, have, a, hey. have a safe trip back home. Nobody knows what will happen. Edward. Yeah, you, you say that every week. <laughs> Although sometimes you have read these out of order, and I it wildly confused me. But uh, uh, sometimes I switch the, I move the names around, I move the fates around, because we got to keep this unpredictable. The last thing we want to be is predictable. This show's a wild card. You never know what's gonna happen. Happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Have we been working together that long that we're starting to finish each other's sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Edward. Let's see what happens. Edward White, you've been turning down Tucker's advances for over two years. So you decide tonight's the night to fuck and drink beers. <laughs> After Tucker pops your cherry, you tell him that was hot. Then later, a masked stranger jams a table leg up your twat. You are dead. <laughs> oh my god. These are getting longer and more. That was pretty brutal. Involved. Yeah. Brutal. I, I gotta say death that's by uh, table leg. Uh, and it, the the cadence of the rhyme itself, I, you need a Google map to get through. That was something else, man. But uh, here we are. Whew, that was a rough one, eh? That was rough. And hey, should we get a word from one of our lovely sponsors? I think it is time to get a word from one of our lovely sponsors. So let's head to the break. More Halloween kills coming up. weekend at Gaines People Apparel, we have the very best prices on all the pieces you love. During our annual All in the Family sale, when we slash prices on the latest fashions made from all the people you love. Deep discounts on boyfriend cut jeans. Jeans made from your boyfriend's leg skin. Mom sweaters woven from skin of your mom's torso. And don't forget Big Papa, our fashion forward neckties made from the softest strips of dear old dad's hide are half price. The best way to remember the ones you love is to wear them. Gein's People Apparel, wear the ones you love. Welcome back to Slasher, I Hardly Know Her. I am your host, Alex. I am joined, as always, by Micah, and this week with special guest host, Dr. Scott. Hey, it's Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Scott. Everybody Dr. knows Scott. it. Dr. Scott. Dr. Scott. We should have a recurring Dr. Scott segment. He can give health oh, tips and things like that. I can tell you the diameter of a whale's blowhole. Hey, before we get and... into Halloween Kills, uh, I got some actually some pretty exciting news. Okay. Uh, I put that, that's exciting Good. to me. All Congratulations, right. Micah. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Now back to you. the movie. I put our uh, <laughs> our uh, mailing address the to the slasher I hardly know or PO box on our social medias, and so we've actually gotten some fan mail. And uh, 
Uh, I'll go ahead and read you some of the, the letters we got here. Old-fashioned well, letters. Well, this on sounds paper. like bullshit. What do you yeah, got? handwritten paper. Uh, these letters cool. from fans. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one comes from Katie uh, in Columbus, Ohio. She said, mm-hmm. hey, guys, I love the show, especially Micah. Is he as handsome as he sounds? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Katie, Katie, Katie. Katie. He is, Katie, and thank, thank you for asking. Uh, this next one is from uh, Richard in Liverpool. Let me let me open this envelope. <laughs> we get it, man. <laughs> You're selling it. It's real paper. Uh, Richard in Liverpool said, "Bloody good show, gents. I listen to every episode, mostly because of Micah. Because though Alex is great, Micah is more great. Uh, so thank, thank and, you, and more handsome." Yeah, wow, man! I think I don't know what the cost of sending a letter over the pond like that is, but you know, that's nice. That's that's a pretty big gift. Another a couple one here. pictures this... of the queen's head on there in order to get it over here. I think so. Let me open up another envelope here. Oh, yeah, get, another letter. Get to that next uh, one. This one's from Beverly in Camden, Maine. I am very old. I. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and, and she she died before she could finish the letter. <laughs> that was the end of the letter. Uh, Beverly said, "I am very old. I hate this nursing home. Please send a lethal dose of fentanyl to seven seven five West Doodle Street, Camden." That can't be for us. That's probably that, a wrong address. I think. Oh wait, that, wait! I have some letters here. Oh, wait a second! I I also found some letters. All right, we got one more letter. Uh, I think that one from Beverly and Camden was probably not meant for us. Uh, this one is from one Joe R. Biden in Washington, D.C. Mm. You think that? No, there's no way it could be. Uh, anyway. He probably doesn't even have to pay for postage. Uh, Joe said, hey, fellas, your show is tremendous. Keep up the good work. I really love the commercials and find myself in stitches listening to the witty banter between Micah and Alex. Alex is great, don't get me wrong, but Micah <laughs> is more great. It's a shame we can't clone Micah and have two Micahs host the show. Two Micahs and zero Alexes. That would be a much, much better show. <laughs> hey, so <laughs> thank you for sending in the letters. Keep them coming. We love getting fan mail. I, I noticed that two different people, both the guy in England in Liverpool, plus the president of the United States, both did not know how to use the uh, er, ist, or more uh, <laughs> part of it. They both made the same mistake. Isn't that odd? Uh, they think you're great, Alex. I mean, so, yeah. It so, did, they just happen to think that like I, am, I have as many fans. <laughs> they think that Mike as is you, more great. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, we'll, hopefully, yes. we'll get more fan mail and we get to do that again. So, keep sending in the letters, folks. Or even more er fan mail, which would be great. I'd love I'd either way I'm happy. All right, we were talking about this movie called Halloween Kills. As you might remember before with a break, Alex has said he thinks it's a burning, flaming piece of trash. <laughs> Just a heap of go, shit. I didn't and, go and hopes quite all the, that far. And hopes all the firefighters die so that the trash continues to burn. <laughs> I did not go quite that far, but I mean, honestly, I've been waiting to see this movie forever and I'm not going to lie. My wife even said, are are you going to mention this on the podcast? And the answer is yes. I fell asleep. Oh, what? 
Yeah, because I fell asleep for about three or four minutes. I mean, she quickly said, <laughs> you know, honey, you're snoring. And uh, again, in a theater, and it was right there in those scenes where they were fighting about who was responsible for Michael Myers being here. Is this when they're in the and, hospital and it's uh, Laurie yeah. Strode and the, and the well, officer laying next to each other? To be fair, that was a good 60% of the movie, so you're going to have to be more specific. But yes, there was this entire... You know, it was a reoccurring thing. No, mom, you can't go. You have to stay here. You're not responsible. No, I'm the only one that can kill him. It's like, can can we decide that one of those scenes is greater than the other, or Micah, more great than the other, <laughs> and and just use that one? Because does that not convey the idea? Can, can have we not conveyed the idea that? Lori feels responsible. Lori feels like she's the only one. Brackett actually thinks he's the one that's responsible. I mean, I think that's conveyed. I don't think we have to keep going back to those scenes where it's like, no, let me out. I have to go out. It was so much. It's not even exposition. It's it's there. It was. It almost felt like it was there to make the movie longer because Jamie Lee Curtis is a great actress. Everybody in this was a great actor. I mean, I, I, I like all of these actors a lot. I think they do good jobs. I like them in other things. So it's not like you have to keep showing me the same scene and the same interaction over and over between different characters in order for me to understand what's happening. They acted it. I got it. Let's move on. And they didn't do it. So I, I, you know, my brain knew it was like, well, we can shut down here. Let's, you didn't get much sleep last night. Go ahead. And so I did, you know, I did nod off during part of that, but it was, that really bothered me. I mean, is, I don't know if that's the actor pushing and saying, no, we have to do another scene where you see how bereft I am over my failures. Or if that's the director saying, you know, and and I don't feel like it is, but maybe it is. Maybe it's the director saying, I don't think we've sold this idea enough. And they just kept going back to that. I, I don't, I, I just don't like Those it. Those scenes were not my favorite. Micah, Micah I'm the yes. guest. It's my turn to talk. Alex, got a question oh! for you. Oh! Uh, wow. The doctor's getting spicy. So, hey, yeah. turn off his mic, will you? It's Dr. Scott. Dr. Scott. Dr. So Scott. I, I kind of I kind of <laughs> had the same thing. And now that you say that, you, there was a point in the movie where I kind of, I was watching it with my wife, and I kind of looked at her going, what, what am I doing? I, this is boring. Why am I watching this? And Correct. To me, I could never put my finger on it, why it was that way, but it seemed to be the, like what you said, plus everything that was kind of going on in the hospital and how everybody eventually got together and they're like, you know, evil dies tonight and everybody's running through the hospital yes. and whatever. It just seemed to be, and, and I, it seemed to me like it was, they overplayed it a little bit. I get it that it's kind of that, that, that point in time, right? They're just kind of following along with the last movie and like, that's you know all the killings that are happening seem to be in like one night right because you're seeing you know the killings but you're also seeing this whole hospital scene i just thought it was overdone a little bit and it was uh, i mean i don't know they're trying to build the drama but it just yeah, i think it missed here's no my wife's go ahead my Maggie, complaint ahead. okay i thought it had some amazing kills in it halloween kills was a good name for it but it was kind of uh fucking mess it was like they tried to do too much 
they were all over the place. They're in the hospital. Then they're here with the gang. Then they're at a house. And it was it was kind of a, it was kind of a little too chaotic. And I also they, didn't like that they made Michael Myers this. Uh, okay, so superhuman. Yeah, superhuman. like the Go old ones. It. It's like superhuman. here's what I like about the old Michael Myers movies is he's always hiding somewhere and he's kind of clever and you never see him coming. Mm-hmm. But it's not like he shows up like some fucking superhero or supervillain and just slays crowds of people. What I like about the old Halloween movies is Michael's just like, you're home, you're hanging out, and then he's just there, and he just pops up, and he's always really good at not getting caught. In this one, he shows up, and it's like, I'm Michael Myers, and I will destroy everyone. I'm pure evil. Like that, I couldn't really get into. No, uh, you're 100% right. I mean, what's one of the oldest arguments between horror movie fans is, you know, Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. And the argument always skews one way or the other based on that whole supernatural quality. I mean, you can shoot Jason a thousand times, you can chop his head off, you do whatever, but Jason's going to come back. Michael Myers was a real person, you know? I mean, he's real. He doesn't have that supernatural aspect of him. And that is not present in this movie. In this movie, he is picking people up by their throats and throwing them across. I mean, not that he didn't always pick people up by throats. It's in the original. I mean, that's a thing. He's a strong guy. But he was damn near supernatural in this. And, I mean, since we've already given the spoiler alerts and we're not going in any kind of necessary order here, that's that's given away at the end. I mean, at the very end, you know Michael's been beaten and shot. He's he got shot several times. Shot, shot several and times. And stabbed with a pitchfork in the back. And stabbed with a over knife. Over and over. Absolutely. And then you hear Laurie Strode's voiceover explaining how you can't kill evil. And basically, at least how I took it, was she's explaining, no, 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 Michael Myers is this supernatural thing. We have moved Michael Myers over into the Jason Voorhees category where it makes sense that nothing kills him, right? So I'm glad you brought up Jason Voorhees because we're at 12 movies now, and as of Halloween Kills, Michael Myers has killed more people than Jason Voorhees. Jason was in the lead. He's been dethroned. I would have said... I would have said BS had I not watched this movie. I tried, you know, I tried to keep a kill count in the movie and every movie we watch. And in this, I didn't take any notes or anything. So I start the kill count. One firefighter, two firefighters, three firefighters, right? And then, you know, we move off the firefighters. Then they go back to investigate the firefighter kill scene. You know, they're like, oh, there's a slaughter here. And you look at the wide shot. There's got to be 13, 14 firefighters there. And it's like, I'm never going to be able to keep a kill count here. So, I I mean, this movie was brutal. He killed everybody, and he killed them hard. I'm estimating somewhere between uh, 25 and 30 kills for Michael in this movie. Do we want to talk about some of the kills in this movie? Because, I mean, uh, love it or hate it, it had some fucking spectacular kills. Well, let's talk about the kills, and let's award a crunches kill. Why don't we just do that? Hell yeah. Okay. All right, some of the... Okay, you got the firefighters where he just slays so many firefighters. That one with that, whatever that circular saw-looking thing was, that was amazing. One of my favorite kills is when, okay, all the townspeople have decided, we're going to go after Michael. Evil dies tonight. 
I don't know why I'm doing a southern How voice. How many times uh, did you hear <laughs> evil dies tonight? Too many. Too way too many. many. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall was great. I mean, maybe a little over the top, but it was nice to see him. I thought he did great as uh, Tommy. And then the scene where they're in the car, they've decided to go after Michael, and they pull up to like a, a city park or something, and uh, what's-her-name gets out and runs to those kids. She's like, you need to go home. And they're talking about how Michael was over there. There's a man in a mask who keeps coming up from behind the trees. But, yeah, he he kills the guy as he jumps on top of the car. But I love the scene. There's the girl who's dressed up as a nurse. She's actually a doctor, and her husband is a nurse, but she's dressed up as the nurse, where she accidentally shoots herself, just like the gun ends up turned towards her head and pop goes off. That was a great kill. Um, the uh, fluorescent, broken fluorescent light bulb through the neck. Holy oh my shit, God. that was good. That, that was an unnecessary kill. You know what I mean? I mean, like they were in a house full of knives and things like that. And he, he, they made a point to show him noticing the fluorescent light and being like, that'd be a cool way to kill somebody. Okay, so he... I did, uh, Hold on, I did like the scene after, you know, it didn't, the, the, the light to the neck did not kill her. And so she's laying there dying, and then she gets to watch her husband be stabbed over and over with, with, uh, with a fresh knife every time. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought up that scene because here's what I was thinking that scene was as it was happening. I'm like, well, this seems kind of excessive, and then I'm like, wait, is Michael Myers trying out all the knives to see which one is the best to decide what he'll carry the rest of the night? Except that the one yeah. he finally picks. To take with him, he never stabbed into the guy, so I, I guess that wasn't it. But that would have been a great idea to see Michael Myers <laughs> demoing the knives to be like, which one will I carry? Well, let me stab him into this old man's back. <laughs> no, <laughs> nope, that, that one didn't work. Good. Let me try again. <laughs> yeah. So I hoped that's what that scene was, but he never used the final knife that he kept with him. So what's your, what's Scott, your grudgiest other, kill, Micah? Well, other than that, Scott, any, anything else stand out to you? In that scene? Kill, kill wise, oh, kill, kill wise. wise oh, overall. my favorite was the knife to the eye, <laughs> hands down. Oh, and the a knife to the armpit—that was a good one. Oh, that was a good one. I mean, like I've never feared being stabbed in the armpit in my life. That scene changed that for me. That hurt. That I yelled at the rough, theater man. at the screen, and I grabbed yes. my armpit like ah. I do everybody in the theater, and I did see this with some just awful people. I mean, everyone, <laughs> it doesn't matter where I sit in a theater. I could pick the <laughs> shittiest seat possible. I would immediately be surrounded by morons, and all the other empty, uh, uh, seats would be empty. Whatever seat I pick, the morons get in front of me, behind me, and beside me. I was by uh, three guys who have never had sex in their entire life. No offense to anyone who's never had sex in their entire life and, and won't. I mean, they're not going to have sex. Maybe, you know, maybe if they pay for it. Literally barked and farted, farted throughout the entire movie. They barked like no dogs? Kidding. Yeah, they barked and farted. That's <laughs> what I said. You, 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 thought you, you thought you farted, but you shitted. I'm assuming you they, meant burped and farted, but since you grew up in a small town where phonics was neglected, you came up with <laughs> barked and farted. Barked and farted. <laughs> and, and what really bothers me is I kept talking. And my mind was like, yeah, you got it. You got it. Keep going. Oh. Uh, so, yes, they burped and <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I can't come back from that one yet. <laughs> Man, this is, the, this, is the first time I, this is the first time I've literally cried in our podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I told. Uh, I tell you, man. I sit by the worst people in the movie. I'm trying to dry my uh, eyes off. I've got my shirt. I'm drying my eyes right now. <laughs> oh, anyway. So uh, during the armpit scene, all of these assholes and everyone else in the theater has the. They all have the exact same reaction. As soon as that knife slides into the armpit, you know they're all thinking the same thing. I've never thought of this, and this is terrible. I mean, it was that was rough, man. That was a good one. And I loved um, that couple. I hated to see them die. And it was the guy so from Mad did, TV who played Stuart. You, you mean you remember I that guy? He's in a lot Look of stuff. Look what I can do. Both those guys. You were seven. Yeah, Big, Big John, John and Little John, John. were great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess they kind of had to have some idea what was going to happen when they bought that house. But I will say they took that piece of shit house, which still looked like a piece of shit on the outside. It was gorgeous inside. Absolutely. Did a great it job. Very nice. It was a beautiful. I, I want my house. It's a great like house that. for entertaining. So who's awarding Crunchiest Kill? I mean, everybody gets to. Crunchiest Kill. So, okay, then I'm going to steal Scott's because it was my Crunchiest Kill. Uh that scene where Lenny Clark, the comedian, is he's in that scene. They're they're at their house. The wife gets stabbed in the throat with the uh, fluorescent light bulb. And then Lenny Clark, I mean, he gets it kind of from the start, but he's not dead. Then Michael Myers bends him over the countertop and he stabs him in the back in front of his wife. Overly brutal. Very reminiscent to me of a Rob Zombie Halloween. Mm-hmm. How brutal it was. Yeah. Uh, but he takes, he's got that knife block behind him. And like Scott said, he takes every knife out, stabs him in the back, new knife, stabs him in the back and just does it over and over. I thought it was so dark and so disturbing and so telling of the type of Michael Myers they're trying to depict here. I mean, I think that scene more than any, you see, you see Michael Myers grab a guy by the throat and throw him across a room or do whatever that's par for the course. You see this, I think you get some insight into what's going on into that killer's brain. And I thought in that scene, you really did. So crunchiest kill for me, Lenny Clark on the kitchen cabinet uh, or countertop, knife after knife after knife. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned Rob Zombie because that was actually one of the things about this movie that pissed me off because for me, the way Zombie did did Michael, that's not the Michael Myers that that I know and love. Like, oh, cool, let's go extra brutal and dark and dramatic with it. Like, no, that's not what I want from Michael Myers. I I want it like the original Halloween. I want him to be creepy. I want him to be sneaking around. I want you to not expect him to be there. I I don't want to see a crazy, brutal Michael. I want to see this little kid who killed his older sister because she wouldn't take him out for Halloween and decided to, you know, uh, canoodle with her boyfriend instead, who's just trying to get back home. I don't like the superhuman. I don't like the extra brutal Michael Myers. I want to see he's he's creeping around in the dark. You don't know where he is. And then, bam, there he is, and you're dead. I, I, I don't need to see just like the let's – if you get anywhere near torture porn territory, I'm out because, to me, that's not scary. That's just excess. And, and I, yeah, I didn't care. So, Michael, what's your crunchiest kill? Crunchiest kill. Ooh, that's a toss-up between the nurse who accidentally shoots herself in the face and the uh, broken fluorescent light through the neck. I think I'm going to give it to the fluorescent light because that was the one that made me just go, oh! Oh! 
yeah. And he, after it went bad. in, he twisted it. Oh, come on. I wished it would have filled with blood. Oh, right? we know it's a that's hollow a, tube. That's a missed opportunity. That's a good idea. And I wished it would have filled with blood, and that was somehow a play. I kept waiting for it to happen. Scott, crunchiest kill? Ah! Crunchiest kill. My crunchiest kill. Oh, see, you've, you've, you've turned me around on this. You ever, can take mine. Ever. You No, I mean, you... You can take well, the same. I mean, you originally had well, it. Well, but but it were it it really wasn't. My crunchiest kill was the knife to the eye of the that was a wife, rough one, doctor, man. you know, the back of the car or whatever. I, I mean, yeah, that's it, a lot of it. eye stuff. He's in this just movie. wow. Oh my god, that's. I mean, you're dead. You're immediately dead. However, the more I think about it, that that <laughs> just the fact that he turns around and grabs a knife and just sticks it in the guy and goes. And it yeah, never stops. It felt that like one it won't work. Let me try another one. And it just keeps going yeah. while his wife is watching. Just brutal. It was a, yeah, it was a brutal kill. But, I mean, honorary mention to that armpit. Oh, yeah, definitely the armpit. That, that That's, the armpit is a, is a, it's just, oh, it was hard to I watch. Mean, it ne- hurt to watch I that. never considered it. Never considered it. I mean, if somebody, you've, you've had that, that, conversation would you rather be shot or stabbed and it's like oh i'd rather you know everybody has their opinion right and so if you had that similar conversation and you're like well would you rather be stabbed in the leg the the stomach the chest the armpit i'm not big an armpit now i mean (laughs) i've seen it happen and it looks pretty awful man i'd never even considered it no i don't want to go out that way uh we've been talking about halloween for a a little bit halloween kills and we've done some fan mail uh do we want to jump into the next round of uh Oh, what is that game show we play called? Do y'all remember? Vinyl Girl. I think it's called Vinyl Girl. Let's do it. Okie dokie. Round two. Uh, Just a quick recap. Round one. We lost one Edward White. I'm sorry, Edward. But we still have four contestants. We've got Kite Heraplois, Dilphus, Slash Arena Moonfire, and Marley Kent. Okay, round two. Let's spin that wheel. By the way, Micah, how was your couch from uh, one of your mo- recent episodes when you were covered in oil? Did you get a new one? Or did you just you put know, plastic over the other one? I thought I was only going to have to replace the uh, the cushion covers. In fact, had to replace the cushions themselves because the oil had really, really gotten in there. A lot of oil. I was covered in oil. <laughs> Here we go. Round two. Round two. Marley Kent. The boys are snorting meth and acting like thugs. But you shout, I'm leaving. Give hugs, not drugs. You survived. <laughs> You're not using any of mine this one, huh? Next. Wait. wait huh. You're what? <laughs> dead, you submitted. Dead silence. Did you send some? I gave you a whole list of final girl stuff so to help you out like there's somewhere ago. in a text and i forgot to take the text and like copy and paste i'm not it complaining every time you don't use mine is another time i don't have to make more that's true they will get used uh-huh. okay mm-hmm. also resend those because i may have accidentally deleted them because <laughs> i'm really weird about text messages and usually at the end of the day i delete all of my texts and start over again what fresh an, the next what day. What an asshole. <laughs> oh, I worked really hard on those. I didn't intentionally delete your final girl uh, poems. I just deleted my text at the end of the night and forgot that they were in there. So hopefully you still have them and can send them again. 
so that I can delete them again. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. All right, Dilphus. <laughs> Let's see what happens to good old Dilphus. Oh, yeah. Here's a good one. Frankie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Frankie on, Mahoney tries to slip you his baloney, but you get offended and ride <laughs> off on your pony. You survived. Way to uh, go, uh, Dilphus. Okay. Uh, quick fact. That's the second yeah. time now Dilphus has just run away from us, or excuse me, ridden away from a situation because the first time it was on his jet ski, and now okay. it's on his pony. Leave it to Scott. Catching those fine details. Right. Dr. Scott, always on the fine Dr. details. Scott. Amazing. Dr. Amazing. Scott. Dr. Scott. Dr. Scott. Dr. Scott. Dr. Scott. Dr. Scott. All right. So, <laughs> my God, record that immediately. <laughs> Kite Haraplois. However you say that. Kite, well, uh, camp counselor Scott. Whoa! Hey, what are the odds? Hey, There's Scott on this. Uh, camp counselor Scott offers you pot. So ex you excuse yourself and go back to your cot. You survived. Oh, nice. <laughs> <clears throat> I can't take any totally. of this. I can't take any of these drugs. I must go lay down. Oh, yeah, no. Down. Well, you're, a, you're a doctor. Slash Arena Moonfire. Oh, no. I know. That was such a good name, too. Slash Arena, please come please back next Please come back, again. Slash Arena. We love Use you, Use the Miss same Moonfire. name, too. That's a beautiful name. There once was a girl from Nantucket <laughs> who pulled out her man's cock to fuck it. While their parts they were bearing, a killer was staring who sliced her and bled her in a bucket. You're dead. <laughs> You're dead. Oh, Slash oh, Arena, I'm sorry. That is a hard hit. That is a hard hit. And uh, I wanted to be noted, uh, final girl challenges, very first limerick. Uh, yes, and thank you so much to the uh, people who came up with the name of Mantucket, Nantucket uh, for just really all limericks going forward <laughs> in life because that was really the only one we could use for fuck it. Man, Slash Arena got it bad. She got hung Shit. and just like cut from crotch to neck and bled into a bucket that's like, you up. did a good one with that one though see like you really kind of you painted a picture in the death and i think that's where i struggle when i write the final girl deaths and the final girl survivals it's always like what do you do they're stabbed they're did you ever shot, see you that I mean? uh scandinavian vampire movie called let the right one in it was based on a book um there's a scene and they scott did you remember that one <laughs> <laughs> they do this thing where it's like, you know, they show only what you need to show. They don't show anymore. It's not like torture porn. But, God, this guy gets bled into a bucket, and it's beautiful. Really, really good scary movie if you've never seen it. Uh, to that note, Halloween, 1978, John Carpenter, no blood. Oh, wait, are you serious? There's zero blood in the first Halloween? Think about it. See. Don't see blood. Okay, the babysitter the gets strangled by the phone cord. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, I'm not going to go through every death. There's a lot of deaths. There's stabbings. There's all kinds of things. Even when, uh, even when you see a character get stabbed, it's so fleeting that there wouldn't be blood yet. And it is not... Halloween is not a gory movie by any means. It is... It is the invention, and I know some people who listen will 
be upset about that. But it, it, me saying it, it's really the invention of the slasher. Yes, there were slashers. Sure. Before, some but... people say Psycho. Some people <clears throat> say, what is it, Black Christmas? Mm-hmm. Um, well, look at look, hell. Look at Psycho. Psycho, you just don't see blood. You see that blood running down the drain, yeah. which I guess historically is chocolate syrup. But uh, you don't see blood in Psycho. You don't see blood. You don't have to have blood. I know how much you love blood, Micah. But you, to your credit, you want blood where there should be blood. Sure. And when these, you know, when John Carpenter's filming this movie, if there didn't need to be blood, there was not blood. So I, I don't think, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it again. And please, if you're at home listening, we'll certainly retract it. Uh, I don't think there's any, I mean, there might be some blood, but there is no blood in Halloween, the original. It's just, it's not a bloody movie. You don't see blood dripping from things. You don't see blood gushing from things. Not that I don't enjoy that. I, I love a great Friday the 13th kill, but uh, yeah, you don't, it, like you said with the Scandinavian movie that of course we've all seen uh, yeah you show what you gotta show and you paint the picture you need to paint and I think this is a good time to get a word from our sponsors alright a word from our very real and not made up at all sponsors we'll be right back Tonight on Lifeline, based on the award-winning novel, The Notepad. It's just like, I've never met anybody like you before. I know, girl. I don't even know how to put these feelings into words. Oh, Jim Jam, I love you. Lucy, I know I've never said it before, but I... You. Wait, you what? What did you say? I said... I... You. No, I... I still didn't hear it. I can't hear it over the thunder. Damn it, Lucy. Would you listen to me? I'm trying to tell you that I... You. You what? I... You. The thunder's too loud. I still don't hear you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Lucy, I'm trying to tell you that I am in... With you. You're in what with me? I can't hear you! Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what? Forget it. Forget I said anything. I'm out of here. No! No, Jim Jam! Don't go! Sorry, baby. I'm already gone. No! (laughs) Jim Jam! You won't want to miss the television debut of Nicholas Sparkplugs, The Notepad. Tonight at 7 on Lifeline. Welcome back to Slasher, I Hardly Know Her, the horror movie podcast taking the nation by storm. storm. I'm your host, Dr. (laughs) Scott. Is that okay, guys? It's so good to have you on, Scott. Good, good. Well, you know, this is my second time, so I'm I'm kind of auditioning to take over for Alex because we know Micah (laughs) is the handsome one, and I consider myself to be slightly more handsome than you, Alex. So We've uh, gotten a lot of fan mail saying that I'm the favorite and Alex is the least favorite. I mean, I know there's only two, so it's a 50-50 cut, but... Yeah, I like do not better. understand how either of you could consider yourselves more handsome than me. That is ridiculous. That is <laughs> ridiculous. You are a handsome, handsome man. 
I'm uh, aware. I actually remember dating a girl who met you, and she's like, Alex is super cute. To which I was like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've never resented you ever since girl. then. Uh, I, re- I resent how handsome you are, Alex. That's hey, good. Hey guys, I mean, I do me, sometimes let, myself, let start, so I get it. Top, let me start off the top by saying uh, something I, I failed to mention about uh, the Johns. You know, the Johns from yes. Halloween Kills. Yes, Big John, Little John. So, Alex, you mentioned uh, Scott MacArthur, the guy who played Big John. I wanted to kind of give you a little little tidbit, a little core, core connection that I found. Uh, did you ever see the Righteous Gemstones? Oh, yeah, I love the yes, Righteous Gemstones. So that was a Danny McBride HBO show. He also starred in it. Well, Scott MacArthur played Scotty, who was Danny McBride's son in the show. Danny McBride's a writer on this movie. There's a little bit of a connection. You know what? Uh, I saw that that's what he was in. I saw, you know, when I looked at his IMDb and we saw it's been so long since I've seen the Righteous Gemstones that it didn't mean anything to me. I was like, oh, I don't know who that character is. But now that you say it's his son, yes, I do get it. I bet that is where I know him from. And, of course, it makes sense that he'd be in this because Danny McBride was involved. So nice, nice catch. Yeah, also, Little John's real name is, uh, my, the actor who played him, his real name is Michael McDonald. And I just can't, uh, you know, I keep forgetting. Uh, uh, we're not in love anymore, you know? I just... That's I just that's, that's what comes to my mind, you know. So anyway, hey guys, I was on last time, you know. I remember I that. You, I gave you a quiz, and after the show aired, there was a lot of controversy on the message boards about the as there should have been, rightfully so. The coincidence that Micah won, and he did such a great job, you know. And when I went back and listened to it, you know, I gave him the first one, but then man, he just seems to seem to know all the answers. There were a few accusations by you, Alex, that he was looking things up. And, and then in a private that he openly and blatantly cheated <laughs> in a private conversation that I had with Micah. And this is breaking news. He did admit to cheating. So I cheated I'm the going fuck out give, of that quiz. I'm going to give you guys another quiz. Uh, same rules as last time. We're going closest to the pen. If you nail it, you get two points. Unless if Micah nails it, then it gets minus one point. I will not uh, be cheating. I will not be cheating. So please give time. me my points this time. Yes. Okay. So first question is. Alex, it, that groan makes me think that you don't believe I won't cheat. <laughs> I, I don't believe you won't cheat. And I'm upset with myself for believing that you ever wouldn't have cheated. I solemnly swear. That I will not cheat during this this trivia quiz here. I I promise. We will see. My hand to God, I will not cheat. I'm surprised. Uh, you know, <laughs> Scott clearly crafted this quiz as we recorded the podcast. So I'm excited to see the quiz itself. That is true. Okay, here we go. Jamie Lee Curtis. Familiar. Star true. of the film. Been around since the first. She's the OG. She got into, she was associated with a little bit of controversy in the 2000s, maybe around 2010. She was the spokesperson for a yogurt. Yes. And it was a yogurt that did not live up to its standards, apparently. It was Activia. Everybody knows Activia. <laughs> I love Scott questions because you're always like, okay, I know it's Activia. I'm, I'm ready. I'm it, ready. And then he, that's not the question. It was supposed to be the greatest thing 
for your insides ever. Well, turns out they were all lies. Uh, a couple of things that Danon claimed, Danon, the owners of Activia, was that... Uh, I wonder it, Scott's been so quiet during this podcast. Claiming, uh, claiming one daily serving of Activity, Activia relieves irregularities or helps people avoid catching colds or flus. Uh, they also said it may not... Uh, it may not make any claims about regularity and, or, or no, they cannot, or after the, after the uh, <laughs> lawsuit, <laughs> oh, Scott's Burton. <laughs> brain, brain fart, brain fart. Okay. So, so they got in trouble and then they got banned. They couldn't say certain things. So what they actually did was alter some of the commercials. They took out some of the things that Jamie Lee Curtis was saying. Uh, one was uh, it may not make any claims about regularity until it had two clinical studies or that, uh, Sir, uh, customers must eat three servings of Activia to obtain these benefits, which is, uh, you know, like 21 cups of yogurt a week. So, you know, she got associated with that and it didn't turn out well. They got fined by the FCC. Is there a or, fucking me, question eventually into a Micah final girl death? They got fined by the FTC by how many millions of dollars? Micah. Oh, okay. Shit. All right. Uh, it was approximately $84 million. I'm going to say it was $130 million. Wow. Okay. So I got 84 and 130. Micah, you win. It was only $21 million. Oh, yeah. gosh darn. And that was by the Federal Trade Commission. They actually got, uh, they had to pay consumers up to $45 million in damages. And turns out, I was just kind of a drop in the bucket because they make $500 million a year. Just to be clear, uh, Dr. Scott, uh, who won this run? I mean, oh, I'm Micah. not surprised. I mean, you, Micah, I'm not and, at all surprised. You know oh, what? You know what, daddy Micah? didn't cheat, but daddy still won. Well, Alex, but... ooh, suck it. Okay, question two. Question two. So Haddonfield, Scott's Illinois. Illinois. Haddonfield, Illinois is not a real place. Correct. However, it's based on a town in, anybody guess the state? New Jersey. Illinois. That's correct. <laughs> Boom. Suck it. it. New Jersey. That is not the, that's not the, that's not not the question. question, you asshole. That's, that's not the, that's not the question. Okay. Uh, it's based on Haddonfield, New Jersey, which is the birthplace of Halloween's producer and writer, Deborah Hill. Oh, Gone too soon, by the way. The uh, the only question I have is uh, when. So so since it's not a town in Illinois, uh, when did Illinois become a state? <laughs> Come on, really, <laughs> really? I love your questions. Really, I love your questions. No, these wow. are these uh, are Alex, solid Alex, questions. since you uh, si uh, uh let's see, uh, Micah, you you won the last one. Micah, you go first. Uh, to everyone the knows that. Wait, did you say Illinois or New Jersey? Illinois. Everyone don't, knows don't that Illinois pre became don't pretend, a state. Mike, you know you've in, looked it up. In 1879. Alex? I feel... So, like, $1 doesn't get... It's not Price is Right rule, right? So if I say it became a state in 1801, I won't win just because it's lower, Right? Whoever's closest gets it, right? Closest. Okay. Because that was going to be my strategy since you're a big cheater. 
Because I was just going to go for a lower time. number. All what right? did you I say, did not Micah? Cheat this time. What did you I got, say? I got 1879. 1879. I'm going to say 18's good. I'm going to say Alex, 18. I need an answer. It I'm going to say like eight. You sound like you're Googling it. Oh, no. I'm, that's my can. Are you cheating, <laughs> Alex? I'm, I'm going to say 1860. 1860. Alex, you get the point. The answer is... Uh, 1860? 18, 1818. 18. Oh. Wow. I wasn't even close. What All did right, you say, five. Micah? 1879. Oh, okay. Uh, that, well, that still I'm, goes with my strategy. I am glad that you guys are tied because I have a tiebreaker question. Ooh, a tiebreaker. Are you ready? I am. Let's break this fucking okay. tie. Let's get this fucking tie out of here. In 2021. True. Mm-hmm. There was a. I'm lobster, going with false. There was a lobster fisherman. E, all that of was the above. Fishing for a lobster. <laughs> and he got apparently eaten by a whale. <laughs> okay. And the whale spit him out. We don't know if it was through the mouth or through the blowhole. Uh, so I imagine it was a very large whale, maybe a blue whale. So your question is what is the average length? Of a male blue whale's penis. <laughs> wow. Okay. I went first last time. Does this mean Alex goes first this time? Yes. I got the last one. So uh, I'm going to go four and a half feet. I want, I firmly believe it's four and a half feet long. That's probably a really good guess. Uh, so probably I'm going to go six feet. The answer on average is eight to 10 feet long. Micah. Son of a bitch. Oh, oh, Congratulations. Oh, yes. You have that retained your championship yeah! of the Dr. Squat, Dr. Squat, <laughs> Dr. Scott quiz hour. You can't say that he retained it because we know the first one's BS. The, he now claims it. I did not cheat this time, so I guess this is my first official win. I cheated so I, good the last I time. I oh swear my God, to God, if you tell me you cheated on this one, I'm going to be so pissed. Do you guys, hey, uh, do you guys, Alex, do you guys, speaking hold on, of hold on, cheating. Wait, wait, wait. Do you guys <laughs> care to take a guess at how much each testicle weighs of a blue whale? Well, everybody knows that. It's eight and a half pounds. I went I went too, too low on this one, so I'm going to say it's 15 pounds per it's testy. Not, yeah, it's 150. What? Yes. You're trying to tell me that a blue whale's testicles weigh 150 pounds? Yes. That's an adult. That's a small adult male. Yes. It's Jesus small Christ. Adult male. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you really picture yourself going out to a blue whale and trying to, like, carry away its ball, I could see it being pretty heavy. Yes. Hey, um... Are we going to get into some other segments like Final Girls or What Are You Into or some horror news? Scary stories. I'm just going to uh, talk about this movie for the most part. As of today, this has brought in a whopping $78 million. Yeah, I hear they're killing it. They're killing it. And I'm sure the budget was up there. I mean, it was... uh, 
It was probably a pretty big budget. I've not looked at what the budget is yet. Okay, I just Googled Halloween Kills budget, and I overestimated by $70 million. They're saying it was a $10 million budget. You're kidding me. What? That's what old Google popped up. I would think that was... hard to believe, man. I mean, I would think Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis take. makes $10 yeah. million by herself. Me too. Yeah, uh, $78 million at the box office just now. I mean, we're just talking about... Right now, we're talking about this weekend, opening weekend. That's a damn. That's a huge take. And if it's really ten million. I mean, they're making money already, man. This thing's gonna keep on killing. Uh, they're gonna make a lot of kills. They <laughs> should call this movie Halloween Kills because they're killing it in the box office with all that money they're making. Money dollars. Put them in your pocket. <laughs> Can I get a rim shot? Shabow. I got some other horror news, uh, if you got a second. I don't know if this has been confirmed, but David Gordon Green, who is directing Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and the upcoming Halloween Ends, is already already everything you believe is wrong, is already (laughs) slated to direct an an Exorcist trilogy. They're going to reboot The Exorcist, and old David Gordon Green is going to direct. I don't know if Danny McBride's going to help out. But it looks like David Gordon Green may or may not be doing The Exorcist. Before we go to break, real quick, can we talk about one thing? I mean, I know we got to do Final Girl still. But can we talk about one thing about this movie that killed me? And and then we can do Final Girl. We'll go to break and we'll wrap it up. All right, fine. We will will humor you and listen to your next complaint about Halloween Kills. Here we go. Go ahead. He's got pretty lips. Let's hear the words coming out. The mob. The mob is convinced that this old, decrepit, escaped mental patient is Michael Myers. They're going to kill him in the hospital. He shows up at the hospital for some help. Here are the all of the things that bother me about this. It's a, it's a, I don't know if it's a plot point in the movie, but it sure takes up a good portion of this movie. Too much. Uh, so first off, uh, they think Mike, the, the, they're at a bar. They know Michael Myers is loose. The nurse doctor that you mentioned earlier, Micah, they go to their car. There's somebody in the backseat. They're convinced it's Michael Myers, right? So they go in. They're like, Michael Myers is in my car. The mob comes out. This is the starting of the mob. Bring bats. Doing, they're going to they're gonna get Michael Myers, right? Well, Michael Myers has now moved into the front seat. He is going to drive the car away. So he does. He does that. Drives the car away, smashes it, immediately wrecks it, and uh, and escapes. And at no point in that scene does anybody see who is driving the car, right? We never get a glimpse of him running away, nothing. So the mob has not seen this old, fat, short, mental patient, right? They've not seen him. So there's no reason that they would equate that image with Michael Myers. We then cut to the hospital where this old, fat, short man, mental patient, shows up to the hospital for help. Well, mob's convinced he's Michael Myers. How the fuck is this mob convinced that is Michael Myers? Michael Myers, I looked it up. I cannot find the name of the actor who plays this mental patient. Cannot find it. Don't know who he is in IMDb. I've looked. Maybe he's 6'2", and they shot him funny. Don't know. 
but I do know that the actor who plays Michael Myers in this movie is 6'2". How the hell did an entire mob of people think this was this legendary, tall, svelte, stronger-than-you-are killer? That old, fat, short man. Could they have not picked an actor who somehow resembled Michael Myers and make him a mental patient? It's just a mob. They're looking for somebody to kill. I mean, and and they're going to look for anybody who has escaped from the Smith Grove Sanitarium. And this guy has on the uh, the garb, the Smith uh, Grove Sanitarium, whatever you would call them, a uh, uniform, and and they're just they're down to kill somebody. They don't and, care. And then that character becomes the Barb from uh, Stranger Things. He's wrongfully killed. Immediately, uh, a, a regretful thing for everybody there. Everyone moves on with their life immediately. I mean, like, there's no, like, angst over having... Uh, oh, that was a nasty kill, too. He jumps out the window, but then they show the splat His arm the or whatever is all his, fucked up. Oh, his face is all smashed, and but his lip moves one last time. Just like... Bleep. It was Nothing about that made sense. That was stupid. It was unbelievable. Look, horror movies are unbelievable. We all know that. It, it's the ones that aren't that hit you really deep, but... They're all unbelievable. I'm not scared of Jason. I am scared of a guy chopping me with a machete, but it's probably going to be my neighbor. It's not going to be some supernatural killer, right? But in a Halloween film, you have to have that level of fear and believability that makes you leave the theater and be a little nervous walking to your car. That, they, with so many choices made in this movie, this being one of them, that was not a fear. I walked out, you know, griping to my wife about wow uh I, I i guess i i guess he's jason now and the fact that he was so supernatural in this he was lifting people up and he was just absolutely this unstoppable beast for an entire mob to look at that little old man and go <laughs> yeah that's him that makes no sense at all it's ridiculous the fact that there were no dissenters no one said ah I don't think that's him guys it, 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 that doesn't make sense it was stupid i don't know man i i didn't really need any of that scene i didn't need the evil dies tonight i didn't need the the crowd chasing the guy it was like an unnecessary uh, death I, I i really didn't need that scene that was my biggest complaint about the whole halloween kills movie is that it was all over the place like Mm-hmm. Just the just the whole structure of the thing seemed chaotic. I need a more concise storytelling arc. Yeah, and uh, and I didn't need 15, 20 minutes of it. If I did need it, if somehow it, I didn't know what I needed and you guys provided me this, I, I didn't need 15, 20 minutes of it. I, I, I thought it was a time killer. I thought it was uh, unbelievable, incredible in the actual definition of the word incredible, not the way people use it. Uh, I just, I don't know. It, it, to me, it felt like a really bad choice and it felt like a waste of time. And, you know, in all that time, you could have been filming more kills or more how Michael Myers is getting from A to B or something. I don't know. It was hey, bothersome got, to me. I got a question about Michael Myers. Um, Okay, so he's this uh, angry killer. He puts on a mask. 
and he goes after people who he thinks need to die. What, what, what exactly? What was wrong with young Michael when he was a little kid back in 19, was it 63, when his he kills his sister? Why did he kill his sister? Because she didn't take him out to go trick-or-treating? Because she decided to make out and hump her boyfriend? How, how did Michael Myers come to be the Michael Myers we know today? What exactly happened in the psychology of that young boy that took him from regular kid to, you know, homicidal maniac? Well, I got two on this, uh, two answers on that. Rob Zombie, the only person, to his credit, who did really delve into that. I mean, he did that. Rob Zombie really dealt, delved into Michael Myers as a child which was interesting. Uh, it just ended up being a Rob Zombie movie, unfortunately. But uh, in this movie, they kind of hint to it. They kind of hint to the snap that happened in in Michael Myers. But I don't think there's... I mean, I think it is, at least as presented in 1978, I think it is exactly as you said. His sister didn't take him out. He... Uh, uh, they, she had sex. She broke the rules. She broke the horror movie rules, and it made him snap. Uh, I, to that credit, though, for the rest of the Halloween movies, you know, like, or just Halloween in general, why are they moving him on Halloween? That's when they move him from mental facility to mental facility. They choose Halloween night. Why'd they do that? They, they probably should have done that, right? The anniversary of his killings. I don't know. I don't think they expected anything to happen because he hasn't done anything. He's just been sitting in an insane asylum for the last, what, let's see, 63 is when he went in. 15 years later, in 78, he comes out. Yeah, but when you when you get that paperwork across your desk for that transfer, can't you just go, you know what, let's just do it on Tuesday instead? Loomis, Loomis knew. Loomis are knew you, he was going to kill. Are you still eating in the mic, bro? Mm-hmm. Once again, we're eating in the mic. You gave me so much shit that I had to cut out of the podcast last week of me eating in the mic. You, you gave me so much shit about it. In fact, I don't even know that I cut it out. And now you're doing it? When Daddy gets the hungies, he's got to eat. Do you I think, think Scott... A, I think this is a oh. good time for our uh, sponsor. Um, I, I was worried Scott got dropped from the call. Are they, are they called uh, Food Restaurant? I think that's the new sponsor, right? <laughs> <laughs> We have so many great sponsors. I want to give a big thank you to all the people who sponsor this show. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. You guys, you know, you pay our, our checks. You pay me, Alex, our guests like Dr. Scott. You pay Sal, our sound engineer. You pay Sandra, our producer, and our whole team of writers who make this show possible. So thank you to the sponsors, and let's get a quick word from those guys. No, we can't because we haven't done Final Girl. Oh, I'm sorry, sponsors. You're going to have to wait because Papa's got to chew on his food and we've got to do another round of America's favorite new game show, A Final Girl. All right. It's Final Girl. It's Final Girl. Final Girl. Why why do we even have you, Micah, do any of the music for this? We could just hire Scott to sing quick little theme songs. They are amazing, (laughs) albeit similar, but they are amazing. That's all I got. That's all I can contribute to this podcast. Oh, no, no. That's pretty good. (laughs) 
<laughs> For those of you who aren't keeping up, in round one of Final Girl, we lost Edward White. Round two, we lost Slash Arena Moonfire. We have three players left. Marley Kent, Dilphus, and Kite Haraplois. Okay, let's see what happens. First, we must spin the wheel. That's a sexy will. Okay. <laughs> first. First up, Marley Kent. Sex sounds nice. Sex sounds fun. But I'm in the habit of acting like a nun. You no. survived. Oh, clever play on words. Did you get that? Did you get I that? did. I did get it. <laughs> well done. Who was that? Marley Kent? That was yes. Marley. That was Marley Kent. She survives. Tequila's Next a gateway up. drug. Dilphus. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Dilphus. Shelly offers you a sex on the beach, but you mm -hmm. decline and instead play Yahtzee with Screech. No. You survived. <laughs> Uh, so was she offering sex on the beach or was she offering the drink? Either way. I think it was the drink because okay. it says Shelly offers you a sex on the beach. Turning either way. Either way, turning that down was the way to go. Absolutely. You got it. Just say no to everything. That's mm -hmm. how you survive. Mm -hmm. That's how you make it. Kite Heraplois. Let's see what happens to you. Oh, man. All right, Kite. Here we go. You're all out cruising the beach late one night when you hear a thump that causes a fright. What have we done? It's a hit and run. One year later, a meat hook turns out your light. Oh, damn. Sorry, Kite, you're dead. You and your buddies ran over somebody with a car and didn't even bother to stop. Now they're dead. Thank you. I know what you did last summer. I'm I'm glad you're dead. What an asshole. And what a callback, Micah. You're just pulling them for movies now. Now we've got two left, Marley Kent and Dilphus. Okay, let's handicap them real quick. we got Dilphus who rides away on his... Uh, Jet ski. He runs. Pony, that's a good, and, it's and good plays, quality. Plays uh, board games with Screech. Real boring. I, mm. I mean, these two, good chance to survive. But this you got is Marley, who should be, yeah. You got Marley these two should be going at that. gateway drug, and uh, you know, she's a nun. And <laughs> tequila is a gateway drug to pot. So, I mean, this is this is it. I mean, these are, you handicap them. These, these two... I mean, could we could we have a, a double final girl? No, I, I think you're we, right. I mean, it's never happened before. I mean, we've got Marley Kent versus Dilphus. I mean, it's all up to the choices. they These make. really are, they are the number people. one seeds going against each other. Anything yeah. can happen at this point. I mean, as long as they will follow their their P's and Q's, if they'll dot their I's and cross their T's, Maybe they'll both survive. You never know. Not, We've never had two winners. This could be the first not time. Not if T stands for tits, bro. They can't cross us. <laughs> Did you say tits? Hey, y'all. We talked about Halloween kills. <laughs> we had another edition, another round of uh, f -f 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 Final Girl. Should we take a break and get a word from our delicious uh, succulent sponsors? Yeah. Let's hear from them.
If you ain't got a Johnny, you can use a Heine. Just slip, slap, and slide it inside. Sure, we'd all like to take home a beautiful lady at the end of the night, but that doesn't always happen. So next time you and your bros strike out, try Slip Slap, the only butt lube made for heterosexual men. Slip Slap comes in a steel can that's rugged and strong, just like you. Of course, you wish you could hook up with a supermodel, but when you can't, just slap on a little Slip Slap, close your eyes, and pretend your buddy is a beautiful woman. Slip Slap, if you can't find a Jiny, use a Heine. If you ain't got a Jiny, you can use a Heine. Just slip, slap, and slide it inside. Welcome back to Slasher. I hardly know her. I'm munching on some baked sorghum puffs, a.k.a. dragon puffs. Mmm, licking my lips at their deliciousness. Dragon Puffs, sponsor of this week's episode of Slasher, I Hardly Know Her, where we are talking about one Halloween Kills, which takes place 40 years after the original Halloween from 1978. So far, we've done several rounds of Final Girl. We've done a few different things. We even looked at fan mail. We've got myself, Micah, and one voluptuous Alex, and our very, very special guest, Dr. Scott from the Pacific Northwest, giving us his expert opinion on 2021's Halloween Kills. Guys, let's get back into it. We were talking about a particular movie called Halloween Kills. We've awarded our crunchiest kills. I think the only thing that we've yet to do is decide whether we recommend this movie and how many, uh, let's see here, how many broken fluorescent lights will we award to Halloween Kills? Well, uh, first off, by voluptuous, you call me fat? I mean, in the last episode, you were talking about how I've been getting to the gym and, you know, working out. Now you're calling me voluptuous? I just mean that you're curvy and sexy i don't mean that you're overweight i just mean that you've got curves in all the right places i thought i was kind of i thought i was kind of muscular am i wrong totally fit if i was ordering a shirt for you i would order the athletic fit because you my friend are athletic (laughs) well it sounds to me like mike is the curvy one uh what what are you eating again what did you call me okay fine mike is the (laughs) fat fuck of the bunch I'll deal with that. I get it. I've been depressed. I've been sad about the dumpster fire that was 2020 and 2021. You guys have been getting fit again while I've been sitting at home getting sad and depressed and gaining more weight while I eat many, many processed food from boxes and bags while you two... You couple of Suzanne Summerses have been running around getting fit. <laughs> I, I would, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily call me a Suzanne Summers, but I have been on the Thigh Master quite a bit lately. Hey wow. guys, hey guys! Before we get into the final ranking, uh, or, 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 I want to ask a question. Okay, as right. somebody, as somebody who has not watched any of the Halloween movies. Up until now. Blasphemy, but go on. I heard that... Well, first of all, I wanted to say that uh, 
Michael Myers's mask in this, or at least what you see in the the movie posters and the in the in the trailer, really great looking mask. Like mm-hmm. it seems to be an improvement over the old one. Uh, just you know, real haggard. Like I've I've been killing and I've been killed and I've resurrected and I'm whatever. Halloween Resurrection is a movie, by the way. Nice. Well, I I heard that the uh, is it true? Is it true that the mask? Hmm. For Michael Myers, is an inside-out mold of Bill Shatner's face. No, that is not true. I don't know how that got started, but what it is is it is a William. It's a Captain Kirk mask uh, from 1978 that was offered in costume shops, and then it's spray painted white. <clears throat> I don't know how the whole turned inside out thing got to be a thing uh it's it's not true also if you ever look at a you know a store-bought latex mask and you turn it inside out you'll see particularly back in that time i mean you know i was a kid of the 80s and how i mean it must have been an expensive mask at the time because you know the masks i wore as a kid you bought at walmart and they were those plastic little face shells you put over your your face but uh if you turn a latex mask inside out, the negative side of it is not good. It's got all the the pucks and the the poles of the latex, and it, it doesn't look good. So his face would have looked kind of melty had they turned that inside out. I've not actually seen that mask in person. I assume it's probably that case. But what it actually is is it is a, a Captain Kirk mask that was bought at a costume shop just off the shelf, and uh, the eyebrows were removed, and then the the face was spray painted white, and it that's what you see in 1978. That that's the mask you get in 1978. Nice. Uh, so it is it, Captain Kirk. It's just not turned inside out. Correct. It is not turned inside out. It is 100% Captain Kirk. I mean, it might have been a William Shatner mask. I, I I'd have to do my research on that. Maybe it was just a Bill Shatner mask. I don't think that. I assume it would be a Captain Kirk mask because if I remember the story correctly, uh, it was sitting next to a, you know, a Spock mask. You know, it was a Star Trek was a thing then. And so you'd have a Captain Kirk, you'd have a Spock and uh, probably Here's not what a I want to see. I want to see Michael Myers movie where he kills everybody. And then at the very end of whichever Halloween movie this is, he screams at the top of his lungs, <laughs> that maybe that's how they end the next one. That's maybe that's how Halloween ends. Ends. I mean, have is, we done any delving into the connection between Star Trek and Halloween? He does wear a a, a Bill Shatner mask. <laughs> how so, closely related are they? Are there uh, undiscovered ties between Star Trek and Halloween that we have yet to discover? This is a sad thought that I had and I, I apologize ahead of time for having it but uh, in watching this movie as Scott said the mask in this one you know he's all burnt and it's all you know it, the mask shows the signs of wear that you would get being a you know horrible killer like Michael Myers is but I actually thought the mask kind of resembled uh, William Shatner now <laughs> and that was rough you know what I mean like it was like I actually saw the resemblance it was like oh yeah okay, I kind of what get if it. there is some yet to be discovered tie between the two of Michael Myers and William Shatner 
maybe something akin to the portrait of Dorian Gray, where William Shatner looks in a mirror and he sees the mask of Michael Myers. It's gotten more aged, more decrepit, more burned. And he, he's watching himself age through Michael Myers, William Shatner, at home, looking at the portrait would of you, Dorian Shatner. Would you, our social media guru, please reach out to William Shatner's people and see if we could like shoot a quick short? I think it's a great idea that William Shatner should come on the show. In case you don't get it, Scott. That was me trying was to his do William my Shatner. William Shatner impersonation. Sounds like a fan film. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we'll do a quick fan film. We'll do a quick short for the podcast. Uh, reach out to William Shatner's people. See if he wants to do it. We'll fly out to L.A. Uh, and, and shoot it real quick. Hey, you two totally gnarly dudes. What's left in this show? Are we well, done? Is there anything no, left to do? I feel like yeah. we haven't done a lot of things. I got two current. more things I'd like to get into. Uh, first off, I would like to know the two of you. What else are you into? What are you into? Into. Into. What are you into? What's all this screaming about? Dude, I, I gotta admit, I watched Halloween Kills and I spent the next few days just reading about uh, the mythology of the Halloween movies and, you know, Smith Grove Sanitarium and 1963 when the original crime happened when Michael was a little boy and he killed his older sister and 1978 when he gets out and read a lot about that. And just wanted to make sure that I still understood the original Halloween mythology and how that connected with the most recent film. Um, in addition to that, I am watching a little show on Apple TV called Ted Lasso, unrelated to horror, but one of my favorite shows right now. And then I'm reading a book. Okay, fellas, listen. All right, when I was 12 years old, I went to the library in small town America where I lived and I grew up with religious people and, you know, very pious people. And I found a copy of a book when I was a little kid in that library called Tropic of Cancer by one Henry Miller, which used words like cock and cunt and fucking. And I couldn't believe that this book existed, that somebody had let these words come to print. And recently I wanted to reread that because it changed my life when I was a little kid in small town America with all these very uptight people. I found this book and it changed my life. And now that I'm 40 fucking years old, I want to read it again. So I just went to my local used bookstore today and I found a copy of it. And I'm going to start reading Henry Miller's Tropic of Cancer for the first time since I was approximately 12 years old. Okay, Scott. <laughs> you fucking bastard <laughs> wow wow here i am putting my oh. heart out there laying it all on the line and what do i get from my besties <laughs> what do i get i'm excited about you re-emerging uh, yourself into a book that that was important to you I'm now asking what Dr. Scott's into, uh, and it doesn't have, obviously, I don't know if you gathered from Micah's rant, does not have to be horror-related. 
So as of this recording, it is the second half of October, so we're getting closer to Halloween. One of my favorite traditions that I've learned that I've done over the last gosh, I think 12 years now, there is a music blog out there and it's called gorillaversusbear.net and they showcase a lot of fantastic music and all throughout the year and one of the one of my favorite things that they do is they do these things they call the Halloween mix. And what mm-hmm. what they do is they collect all of these music or all of these songs throughout the year that are kind of dark and deep and scary and they add sound effects and they play these songs that are act, that are that are by producers that are making music right now so it's not old, you know, Halloween you know, or cuts from movies and things like that. And I think they do such a fantastic job. They have uh, the likes of uh, the UK producer Burial, uh, Clams Casino. There's one song in one of the mixes that is so fantastic. It's Dolly Parton's Jolene, but they slow it down to a cadence that just sounds like it should be from a horror film. And I get lost in these mixes. They're about an hour to an hour and a half long. They've been doing it for 12 years. Check it out. It's so fantastic. It really puts me in the mood this time of the year as it starts to get darker at early in the night, you know, shorter days. Really gets me in the mood for Halloween. Yeah, dude, you sent me some of these recordings on Google Drive, and I listened to some of them, and I thought to myself, wow, Dr. Scott's into some weird, weird <laughs> ass shit. What a fucked up doctor. I don't think I'm going to go see him if I ever needed a procedure done because, my God, these recordings are cool. Don't get me wrong, but Jesus, they're long. They're like easily an hour long. And each one of them has, I don't know, I skipped through them, but they're, they're really <laughs> strange, really oddball recordings, but they're, uh, they're not a waste of time, man. They're worth listening, they're worth listening to all right uh here's what i'm into and i'm gonna play off scott and i'm gonna tell you some other stuff because i got a lot of things i'm into this week and i have an update for something i was into last week so uh i'm gonna play off scott in that this weird thing that you can find audio wise right now is called the haddonfield tapes and it's very apropos for what we're discussing uh right now it is it is tough to describe I'm going to say that it is a a guy who is very clearly a, a Halloween fan and a, a a very neat dude. I I guess I've talked to him a little bit. We've we've uh, gone back and forth on email. His name's Ben Living. He just recently released the Haddonfield tapes. So if you're at home and you want to give it a shot, just Google Ben Living and Haddonfield tapes. You'll find it. It's available on a few platforms. He he takes audio from the Halloween movie and then mixes it in to music. I don't know how to describe it better. Uh, it, it's really unique. It's really amazing. I've asked if he wanted a guest on the pod because... It's just, I mean, it's out there and it's good. I mean, it's not like you'd be like, oh, okay. It's some guy who took clips from a movie and put it to music. It's not that. This is a very skilled, masterful, interesting 
thing that you can, you know, put in your ears. And so go out there and listen to Ben Living's Haddonfield Tapes, something I'm into, really enjoying it. Uh, it kind of excited to try to get him on the podcast. And then other than that, I'm into some other things that uh, are, you know, certainly interesting for, I guess, our listeners or, you know, horror movie fans. Uh, I've been going down you know, a K hole lately with Halloween, like Micah said about things that are, uh, Halloween related, like Halloween, the movie related. And, uh, it, it will go to Micah's pick for the movie this week, I think. But I've been, uh, really into some of the, the, uh, not the fan, the actor accounts of these movies, uh, what it was like to be on these movies. Uh, as you know, well, you probably don't know the guy that played Michael Myers in the original movie is actually in the new movie. He plays him for a second, but it is the moment in this movie that gave me goosebumps. It just, it gave me goosebumps. I, it, I, I looked over at my wife and I said, I have goosebumps. Uh, one final thing. I know I'm kind of owning this segment or, or really or really just taking over and i'm into a lot like of things, the other man. two guys don't exist just like hey welcome to slasher i hardly know i have two other people on this show because <laughs> <I'm a> he- <laughs> <laughs> he's got pretty lips Michael. well i'll try they to cut beautiful. it down a little i'm ex- supple, i'm into and i'm I'm excited about the next scream. I'm very excited about it. I, I, they just released a trailer. I was very excited about it. And then I went and I watched Halloween kills at the theater where they actually showed the trailer. And here's the unfortunate part. I am excited about it, but it's very clear to me from watching the trailer that all the original cast that is back, which is a pretty good sum. I'm pretty sure the way they die in this movie is from natural causes. I think it's a good time, though, to talk about your overall thought on this movie. I'll, I'll just start. I, I didn't love this movie. I thought it felt a lot like the reimaginings of Michael Myers' past that did not do well and were not well-received. Uh, as much as I love Jamie Lee Curtis, I do feel like she had something to do with that. Uh I, and I might be wrong. I just, and, and again, I do like Jamie Lee Curtis. I just felt like there was so much. Do you though? Because it seems I do. like you hate her and you blame no, every I don't. failure of the franchise on one Jamie Lee Curtis. I just know that there's one linchpin that's been in all those failures. And you think it's all her fault. You want to put all the blame on beautiful Jamie Lee. I also hate and oh god we didn't even talk about it uh one of the things i hate that they retcon out all the middle halloweens from like you know two to five or whatever one of the things i hate is donald pleasance didn't love being in these movies but he kind of devoted a good portion of his life to it donald pleasance is now dead he played dr loomis and uh it kind of upsets me that we're retconning out loomis that's always upset me but uh we didn't even talk about Donald Pleasant totally being in this movie posthumously. I liked that. And I also liked that they took us back to, uh, what, what's the officer's name that's laying on the 
uh, gurney next to. I think it's bracket. I keep saying yeah, bracket. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's bracket. When we go back to young bracket, and it's supposedly from the first film where he's got his partner, uh, Michael Myers has got a. No, 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 no. Oh, bracket was the chief, right? Uh, I don't know. Go on. I'm go on. talking about the cop in the scene where where Michael Myers. Uh, they do a flashback, and he's got him in a headlock. And his friend is like trying to take aim on Michael, but he can't quite get Michael, but he takes the shot anyway and ends up hitting his partner in the neck and he lets Michael get away. Like, I like that they did that backstory on that officer and why he's so invested in stopping Michael Myers. I, I enjoyed that. And I like the young actor. I can't remember his name that they used to play the young Haggard. Uh, would I recommend this movie is what we're getting to. And Let's do it. Do you recommend it? Alex, Alex, Mr. Alex, the host of this show, will Mr. you Alex? recommend Mr. 2021's Mr. Halloween Kills? I will. I will, because if you're, a, if you're a Halloween fan, I think that you have to watch this movie. I, I feel like you absolutely have to watch this movie as a Halloween fan. You have to watch all of them, right? You have to. Sure. So, yeah, go out and watch this movie. Is it the best Halloween movie? It is not. Uh, I thought there was ridiculous crap in this that didn't need to be there. I thought there was ridiculous crap in this movie that was way too long. Uh, scenes that lasted way too long, and then we would return to it. How many times do I need to hear Laurie Strode go, oh, it's my fault. I got to go get him. I got to get I gotta get out of this hospital. Great. We get it. We get it. You want out of the hospital. It's your fault. You're the only one that can stop it. Give me one scene. Give me two scenes, right? But I will say, yes, it was a good movie in that it took Michael Myers to a new level. And while most people would say, or most horror movie fans would say, well, what I have, what I've enjoyed about Michael Myers is that he's not the supernatural killer. And then they certainly set that up in the end. Uh, I'm okay with the supernatural killer. If it means this story can continue, I don't want Halloween ends to end, right? I don't want that to be the end. I want this character to go on until I don't go on. I want Michael Myers to live much longer than I do. So, yes, go see this movie. Pay money to do it. Please go pay money to do it. Let them make money. Let them make more. That's my recommendation. Okay. All right. So uh, we know how you feel about Halloween Kills, but what is your favorite Halloween movie excepting the very first film from 1978? What mm. comes in your number one spot after the, the original? Uh, that's not, that's going to be unpopular <clears throat> on all kinds of levels because I do like Halloween 2 and most people don't like Halloween 2. I, I enjoy Halloween 2 a great, a great bit. A lot of people think of it as a money grab. But um, I guess maybe because of the age I was uh, when I was watching them and when they came out, I love the Danielle Harris movies. I, I, I You know I love Danielle Harris. We've talked about it on yeah, this podcast do. a lot. But... I love those movies. I mean, yes, some of the Sam Hain cult crap is stupid, and they're not great movies. But, I mean, come on. That's how we know who Paul Rudd is. This, uh, the masks sucked in some of those movies, but they were genuinely scary. I can honestly tell you, I mean, without a doubt, the first time I ever watched a horror movie and was actually scared going be to bed that night was a Halloween movie. 
Really? And oh yeah. And how old I'm, were you? I was probably twelve or thirteen years old. Dude, yeah, no, I feel that. Okay, so I remember my parents uh, at some point renting the VHS of Wes Craven's uh, "People Under the Stairs," and it scared the shit out of me. I think my parents even turned it off at some point. But the very first movie that I ever saw uh, saw at an actual theater that was a scary movie was. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, oh, that's a I good was, movie. Man, I think I was 13 years old. I think it was at a dollar theater. We paid maybe $2 to get in, and I went in, and I watched it, and it scared the fucking shit out of me. And I had nightmares about Freddy Krueger for months, maybe years after I saw that movie. I slept in a twin bed at my parents' house, and I was pretty sure... Fucking Freddy Krueger was under my bed, and I even tried to make friends with him to just somehow sleep at night. But seeing Wes Craven's new nightmare scared the holy shit out of me for a lot of years after I saw it. It was it was amazing. I mean, that was uh, a good dude. Movie. I would love to like survey our listeners and find out like what was the first scary movie that just made you shit the bed that fucked you up for a very long time. I would love to hear those stories. Uh, mine was Halloween. I think it was Halloween five that actually four or five that actually had me looking over my shoulder in the pallet that I'd made that I was made for, to sleep in in this like family room that I was in and looking over the shoulder and being upset that there was a window in this bathroom where somebody could see me. And I just imagined seeing Michael Myers face in that window and it was a rough sleep that night. And that's four or five or whatever. And that elicited the fear in me that these are supposed to elicit. And it, it, it felt good. So which hey, one of question. you? Do you remember yeah. when we had a uh, guest on today's show? Uh, a particular Dr. Scott from uh, <laughs> somewhere in the, I don't know, North Pacific or something like that. Wasn't he on this show? No, again, I think his call's been dropped. I'm hey. here. Oh, my God. He is still here. Dr. Scott, while Alex and I have been waxing philosophic about our horror root beginnings, what have you been doing, and how long did it take, and did you clean up after you were done? Would you recommend the movie? If they dropped the whole hospital scene, yeah. All the hospital stuff. All the hospital stuff. Like just seriously, if if somebody were to take that movie and chop out everything that happened in the hospital, yeah, I recommend it. I agree with you one hundred percent. I think it's worth seeing for the kills. I think it was a great big chaotic clusterfuck of too many ideas tried to shove into one less than two hour movie. But I I think the kills were great, uh, and I'm interested. I'm invested enough because of how much I liked. Halloween 2018 that I will continue to watch this trilogy and see what happens in Halloween ends. Well, good news guys. Our podcast is officially longer than the movie was that we thought was too long. So let's get to final girl. Is it time for final? Girl? It's the showdown between it's the two number one contestants. All right. Are, are, are we really going to do this? Are we really going to jump into round four of Final Girl? This is the final round. Yes, it is. Thank For God. all the chips, we have uh, two players left in Final Girl. We, we've lost so many, so many great people this time around. 
And we have two people left. The two people that we have left are, drum roll, Alex, Scott, give me a drum roll, um, please. Wow. Okay, thank you, guest. Alex, you dropped the ball. Scott, our special. I was special giving it guest. to the guest. I was giving him the opportunity to fill that drum roll hole. We have two players left. We have Dilphus and we have one Marley Kent. And so what we're going to do, we're going to spin that wheel. We're going to see what the fates have decided. And just remember, people, the wheel plays no favorites. Let us commence the spin. God, that's so creepy. I mean, that's like perfect. Can we even call it a spin at this point? (laughs) Okay, here we go. Turning of the wheel. Marley, beautiful Marley Kent. The mean girls are making fun of little Bobby O'Toole. You stand up for him and say, Stop it, bitches. Not cool. (laughs) You survived. Oh, and up next we have this Dilphus. Is not looking good for you, Dilphus. Come on, Dilphus. Get I on think your, Dilphus get on could your... be okay. I, you know, we don't have any rules for well, this maybe game. Maybe Scott's we, scenario we could, works. Maybe. Hey, Dilphus, keep that pony close. Keep that Come pony on, Dilphus. close. Dilphus, just play your cards right and you might survive. He ran this whole time and now... Get on your jet ski. Get on your jet ski. Okay, Dilphus, let's see what you do. Dilphus. You've been a good girl all your life. One day you want to be a wife. But your loins, they were aching. So you started making bacon and ended up on the business end of a knife. What does making bacon mean? You are dead. Is that a new Every, thing? Everybody knows what making bacon means. <laughs> doing it, Alex. Doing the nasty oh, it's with doing your boy it. and girl I see, parts. I see. Make you know, bacon's doing it. You put your it. grown-up parts together and you make some bacon. Mm-hmm. I'm Whoa. sorry, Dilphus. Dilphus, but listen, Dilphus, come back and play again. There's no rules. You, you, you just give us another good name and you can come back and do it again. And well, let's be. Let's give a big, a round of applause. To Marley Kent, this Marley Kent, a final girl. You made it, Marley. I gotta Congratulations. Say, and you've got a good final girl name, right? Doesn't that sound like a final girl's name, Marley? You nailed it. Uh, here's, and so, here's the deal, though, Marley Kent. Uh, you don't win the prize unless you actually listened to this episode and you direct a message me on Instagram to say, hey. I listened to the episode. I heard I won. I just want to let you guys know I'm listening. My name's Marley Kent. It's just a made-up name for the game, but please send me my extra special mystery prize. Oh, wow. Marley Kent, sorry for that. Sorry for that impression of you. But, yes, that is how it works. If you message Michael on Instagram said, I hear that I won... We will send you the prize. We've already had to give away one prize, not to the winner. Out of all of our episodes, one uh, which was actually did. a lot of fun, dude. The lightning round was kick-ass. Like that's I cool. Kind of yeah, enjoyed all that on Instagram. Old, uh, Elvira Valentina didn't message us because we got to do our very first lightning round, and that was unfortunate because I I was excited that Elvira had won, but did not ever contact us, so we had to give her prize to. The winner of the lightning round, which was conducted on Instagram, and that was, uh, yeah, that was exciting. That was cool, and, and we got to give it to a cool person. 
Hey, fellas, it's time to uh, award this film our, uh, our our particular star system, which in this case will be half-broken fluorescent lights. Alex, how many half-broken fluorescent lights would you give to one Halloween Kills? Uh, while I did recommend seeing it, uh, I do recommend you, you, you see this. I'm going to give it five and a half half broken fluorescent lights. Holy shit. Five and a half out of 10, five and a half out of 10. Yeah. You so fucking it, hated Halloween kills. No, Damn. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I mean, it barely was, over half. You gave it barely. You know, that's still it, an F. Give it five and a half. And I feel good about that. And I also feel better about it because some of the movies we've done, we've done a lot of good movies. And so I'm always given high ratings and it's like, well, I'll give this five and a half. Wow. I mean, the last movie we did, that was my very first 10 out of 10, which was for 2007's trick or treat for, oh, yeah. uh, that's a good one though. I love that one. All right. Halloween kills. I'm going to rate it a little bit higher than you did because I thought that kill for kill it, it had some amazing scenes, I, but the story, the structure was a fucking mess. So I'm going to give it seven out of 10 half broken wow. fluorescent light bulbs. Okay. I think you've given lower than that before, right? Yeah, I think I have. But I mean, I, I, I mean, it looked good. It the looked great. It was just a fucking mess, man. I, it, it was like the kills were great. The actors were great. Something about the editing and the structure was all wrong. Well, all right. Uh, Dr. Scott is who I want to hear the from. The Dr. Scott. And before we hear his opinion, let's hear that theme song one more time. Scott, give it Dr. to Scott, us. Dr. Scott, Dr. Scott, here comes Dr. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does change every time, but... All right, I'm giving this four half fluorescent. Okay. Damn. All right, now hear me out. Hear me out. Because I will. I will. I'm you, happy to. So I'm giving it four, right? And if you take out all of the terrible hospital scene, uh, I'm going to give it an eight. Oh. The hospital scene is what killed it for you. Yeah. If you take all of that out, it's an eight. I'll give you that it was totally unnecessary. I think this is a fine time for you to try to give us the movie you've chosen for next week. I'm glad you asked, Alex. <laughs> what we have chosen is uh, The Last Starfighter. No, 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 not The Last Starfighter. Uh, Goonies 2. No, no, not Goonies 2. Mar Marley and Me. Red Dawn Part 3. God damn it, I can't remember the name of it. Okay, okay, now I remember. All right, the movie that we are watching on the very next episode of one slasher, I hardly know her, is Halloween Part 3, Season of the Witch. Yes. Oh, and so buddy. you as uh, you much at home discussed, might think, oh, man, they're much doing argued two. argued about this is one of those movies. They're doing two Halloweens in a row. Yeah, Michael Myers is not in this one. He is, sort of, but not really. And not yes, I will be hosting the next episode, so you'll just get yes. to sit there like a knot on the log while I do so on the work. That'll be really exciting. So I think we've made it to uh, this point in the episode where we begin playing melancholy music. And uh, once again, we've survived. We 
these three of us, our guests, Dr. Scott, uh, you, Micah, and me, we are the final girls of every episode. And once again, we've made it through all this. Scott, can you remind us, how, how large is a whale's penis, a blue whale? It's uh, eight to 10 feet long. That's a giant <laughs> penis. That's taller than I am as a man. <laughs> I like the way you said it. Well, it's eight to 10 feet long. Uh, I do not know that. I, it's clear. So, Should have known that from the start. As this bittersweet Pee Wee's Playhouse music plays, I, I want to thank both Alex and Dr. Scott for, for making it through this again. Because let's be honest, this is a hard show to get through. The, the talent is not that entertaining. The content is, well, so-so <laughs> at best. But we made it. We made it this far, and we are all, we all friends. Survived. Us the, the people talking, you, the listeners, we're a big goddamn family, and we love every one of you, and we thank you so much for listening, and thank you, Alex, for being here, and thank you, Dr. Scott, for being here. I love doing with this doing this with you guys, hey, and it, hey, Micah. it gives me a big, a big rubbery one just getting to be here with you guys. Micah, can I say something before before we end the show? I would, I would, I would be honored if you would say something. I love you guys. I love, I love you, you Scott. Guys. I love Dr. Scott. I love Alex. I even love me. Give a little I love to yourself. Love you both. I love that we do this together. I don't love how long these end up being <laughs> because I'm the guy that has to edit them. But I love you both. Thank you so much. If you are listening, please rate us. Only five stars. Only think five stars. If you think it's three or below, just don't rate us. But also yeah. leave a comment. It helps us out a lot. You can also support the podcast by clicking on support the podcast. Thank you to all the listeners for listening to yet another episode of Slasher. I hardly know her. We'll be back next week with Halloween 3. See you next week. See you next week. We love you. Scott, don't you think Micah's audio sounds like shit again? It does, yeah. Micah, you're you're yelling from down the hall. Like, turn down your hall reverb. What about now? Same. Same. Everything is the same, but for some now reason, now it's great. There it is. Now it's now it's perfect. I didn't change anything.